Welcome to the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show with your host, Jerry Saver. Hello, my name is Jerry Saver and you're listening to episode zero of the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show. Now, this is the podcast that is dedicated to people who are creating a plant-based future, which means I get to talk to founders and CEOs of businesses that are built around, well, all types of plant-based products, food, clothing, shoes, raw materials, media, professional services, you name it. If, if it's plant-based, I want to hear about it. I talk to investors who are funding these ventures and leading the way forward. And I talk to people who are making a difference with their ideas. So this, well, the main idea behind the plant-based entrepreneur show is if you're interested at all in what's available in the plant-based sector, this is where you can find out about new and existing products. And if you're an entrepreneur yourself, if you're considering starting something, or even if you're wondering what brands to back as an investor, this podcast is here for you to get inspired by the ideas and the stories of these people, hear what drives them, how they got to where they are, and the lessons that they learned along the way. Now, as for the main reason why this show was started, well, it's because I firmly believe that what we are seeing right now in the plant-based sector is just the beginning. As we get further into the 21st century, we, and by that I mean the entire human race, will be facing a number of challenges that we've just never faced before, like environment, climate change, overpopulation, living space, and food security. And the thing is, we have the solutions to many of these problems just growing all around us. So to give you an introduction to the show, here are the nine main reasons why plant-based business is the future. Reason number one is the environment. And in that aspect, animal agriculture is kind of similar to fossil fuels. You know, petroleum products were a convenient way to, to get around and to produce energy. And likewise, animal-based products, it, it was just a convenient way to get food, which is just a form of energy when you look at it. But similar to oil, we pushed it to a point where we lose more than we gain from it. The actual energy return on investment is lower for animal foods too. For example, it takes about 10 times as much fossil fuel input to produce one calorie of animal-based food compared to plants. And most importantly, the effects on the environment, both on land and the oceans, are far greater especially when you take into account how much land is used to grow feet. So you know how 10 or 20 years ago it was only the hippies or the rich eccentrics that had solar panels on the roof and now more than half of all investments into power generation go for renewable resources? It's because we finally figured out that it's better for long-term business prospects if we don't destroy the environment that we live in. And overall, plant-based foods are just much better in this aspect. Reason number two is food security. Food security it means being able to feed everyone in the world. And right now we are seven and a half billion people sharing this planet. And out of those over a billion are going hungry. And that's just conservative estimate. So simply put, 
there is no future in animal products if we want to feed this growing population because even now the global average is 90% or more of all daily calories consumed come from plant-based sources. So to make sure we can feed the 8 or 9 billion people, which is where we're headed in the coming decades, we need to rebuild the food system from the ground up and focus on what can be sustained and that is plant-based food. The challenge and the opportunity here is really in all stages of food production from growing to processing and distribution. So if you can make a positive impact on any of those stages, you've got yourself a winning business formula. Number three on the list is health, because it's one of the greatest ironies that while people in developing countries starve, the developed world is wasting hundreds of billions of dollars to healthcare costs and lost productivity as a result of lifestyle and especially dietary choices. Now, I'm not aware of any research that would show that eating more plants is damaging to your health, but we do have volumes of research and empirical evidence that a high consumption of animal-based foods can be harmful. So whether it's from insufficient intake of fiber and vitamins, from high cholesterol, or from the potential to get infected by a superbug that's resistant to antibiotics because they're so widely used in animal agriculture. Now, that's not to say that you can produce whatever vegan food and label it as healthy. I mean, potato chips are vegan, but healthy food is a huge trend right now. and. Plant-based sources are just the logical step if you want to go this way. And speaking of trends, at number four we have consumer choices. Because it used to be that vegan products were just something that was created for vegans by vegans. Or at best by the odd forward-thinking company. And these days the majority of consumers of dairy-free milk, for instance, they don't even define themselves as vegan or plant-based. At most, they're just plant-curious or flexitarian, which means that they eat everything, but they, they will often choose plant-based foods for health reasons or because of their allergies or for various environmental reasons that we've already talked about. And then, of course, there's the question of ethics, because even if you are okay with the idea of someone dying for your meal or someone being exploited for food, most people are still against suffering and cruelty in principle, which is why eggs from battery hens are being phased out, which is why people are turned off pork when they think of gestation crates. Or if you'd like another example, this is the reason why SeaWorld shares went down the drain when that documentary Blackfish exposed the lives of their captive killer whales. So consumer choices right now strongly favor plant-based foods and solutions and a wise business, of course, should follow that. Now, on the other side of the business coin, at number five, we have investor focus because you've got the capital that is fueling new ventures and there are plenty of very convincing reasons why plant-based is definitely the way to go. If you want, you can start with venture capital firms like New Crop Capital or Stray Dog Capital or Green Monday Ventures and these are all funds that invest exclusively in businesses that revolve around plant-based products. But 
those are relatively small funds, so below $100 million each. If you want to go bigger though, there are plenty of good examples too, like Horizons Ventures, which is owned by Li Keqing, who's like the second richest person in Asia. And he has invested both in Impossible Foods, which is a plant-based meat company, and the unicorn that is Hampton Creek that produces eggless mayo and other products that substitute eggs. And if that's not enough to convince you, think that um, White Wave, which is the largest producer of dairy alternatives, it was bought last year by Danone, which is one of the largest food companies in the world, and the size of the deal was $18 billion. That's billion with a B. And then you have Tyson Foods, which is one of the largest meat companies in the world. And they've just recently invested in Beyond Meat, which is another plant-based meat company. And then finally, you've got the FAIR initiative, which stands for Farm Animal Investment Risk and Return. And this is an initiative that's currently backed by funds worth over a trillion dollars combined. And the FAIR, they issued a report last year called the Protein Shakeup, which very clearly calls for a transition to plant-based sources. So with that cap kind of capital driving the change, any smart entrepreneur should listen. The sixth reason for making plant-based the focus of your business is actually the world's largest or second largest economy, depends on what markers you wish to use, and that of course is China. Right now, China is, well, it's actually the driving force behind the global meat market, but it's also the largest consumer of dairy alternatives. What's more important though, is that their food policy outline for the next few decades, so the guidelines that they set out for what their population is basically going to eat up to year 2050, their plan is to cut meat consumption by 50%, which means there's going to be an even larger demand for plant-based foods than there is already. But of course, the Chinese market might be a bit harder to break into if you're not a Chinese company. But if you have a partner on the ground there that can help you with marketing and distribution, the potential there is enormous and it will only get bigger in the future. Number seven. Number seven is one of my personal favorites, but that's because I've always been a bit of a geek and a big sci-fi fan. So number seven is space, as in space exploration and colonizing the solar system. Of course, it's going to take a while before we get to Mars or even back to the moon. But when we do establish something permanent out there, well, you can probably imagine that it's going to be hard to take a whole cow with you, let alone a herd of cows. And it's going to be even harder to feed those animals once you get there. And we, we know already that animals are not a very efficient energy investment. So whatever food we grow in space, it will have to come from other sources. What this means is that it will have to be either grown hydroponically, grown in a lab or grown in a vat. So if you want a business idea that you can one day sell to Elon Musk, well, you want to focus on growing plants in a closed system with little or no soil, growing meat cells without animals or growing food from algae or mushrooms or yeast or something similar. 
And, you know, the big benefit is that any of those will be just as needed on planet Earth in the future as it will be on Mars. And now, since we mentioned space, it's, it's only fitting that number eight is the lack of space. Because right now, in 2017, between 60 and 80% of the entire population of the world lives in cities. It depends on which country you look at, of course, but that number is only going to keep increasing. And that's why I mentioned that any solution that can be taken into space will very likely be needed on Earth as well. So urban agriculture and vertical farming is only at the beginning, but it's one way of solving the issue of local food supply in large urban areas. And of course, just like with space travel, you want to focus on foods that offer the highest energy return and investment. So if you've got a green thumb and if you like high-tech solutions to what are usually considered low-tech problems, like growing food, growing produce, this is definitely your plant-based niche. And now finally, reason number nine that plant-based business is the future. Reason number nine is purpose with a capital P. Everyone wants a purpose in life, not, not just in their private life or by the buying decisions that they take. Most people are happier when they feel a sense of purpose in their work as well. And the one thing that is always present when I'm talking to any entrepreneur in the plant-based space is that profit is just one of their driving factors. So this is the kind of business that goes beyond the positive financial bottom line because it brings positive impacts for people, for animals, and for the environment. Now, you personally might care for just one or all three of those, but you can be sure that your customers are the same and the people who would work for you, they are the same too. So if you create a product that gives them that sense of purpose, you will go much further than a product that just fills some basic physiological need. So all in all, the main takeaway here is that plant-based is not a vegan domain anymore. Being vegan, of course, it aligns you even better with the whole purpose behind it. But even if you're not in the 21st century, plant-based solutions are simply common business sense. So this concludes our list of nine reasons why plant-based business is the future in our special intro episode of the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show. If you're a new listener, I warmly suggest you go check out some of the amazing people that I interview on this podcast every week. You can find the episodes on theplantbasedentrepreneur.com. And if you're an old listener, I hope you've enjoyed this bit of background to the show. In either case, thank you very much for tuning in. For any suggestions or comments about the show, you can always reach me on Twitter at bbentrepreneur or by email on jerry at theplantbasedentrepreneur.com. I will talk to you again in a week. Until then, stay awesome and remember the future is plant-based.